to another episode of The Long Journey Home. I am your host, Corbin Johnson. And instead of doing a news format today, if I'd revert to our old format, since a new Make It So challenge has dropped upon the contestants today. And that challenge would be to design a mission, but not only to design a mission, but to design a mission for Boomer, the next set, the Maquis-themed set for the Deep Space Nine block. So, let's read through the challenge just a little bit. There's some advice given from Charlie, basically saying that there's a template to respect two lines, unless it's asymmetrical, in which case you'll have the ability to put game text on both sides of the mission. You're limited to five affiliation icons on either side. And... um, There is a a lot of wiggle room. Uh, Story-based is important, so that's good. Yeah, um... I think almost all missions are tied to a uh, story in the game. Uh, Okay, that's not true, but uh, many of them are. Uh, There are costs to consider, such as one skill point is worth... One skill is worth ten points... Two is worth 15, and so on and so forth. I think that's kind of a wishy-washy rule um, that can probably be ignored by the players. Um, Well, keep it as a general guideline. And, oh yeah, Federation creep. Um, Don't have to make a Federation mission because there's already a lot. However, feds are designed to be the affiliation that is good at solving missions, so that's okay to keep in mind, too. Non-aligned creep. There was a big problem with this, actually making too many Alpha Quadrant missions non-aligned. It completely went against the um, the original intent of non-aligned in uh, Decipher's era. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's okay to have some, but there shouldn't be a lot, I guess, is what we're trying to go for. And then the facilities, right? You can see the facility at either side of a mission as long as it matches the mission's affiliation icon. Um, unless, you know, you're playing Herogen, but I don't think anyone's going to be making a Delta Quadrant mission. Although, maybe they will, because it's Maquis, so, um, but they probably shouldn't, because it's supposed to be Deep Space Nine Maquis. Anyway, uh, mission diversity talks about, but you can't be diverse in this, strictly speaking, because you are working with yourself. And then... Yeah, it talks about whoever designs, whoever's card wins will get put in the play file, in the playtest file. So, kudos go to Charlie, or the powers that be, or whomever is putting together this whole contest, for finally making a set, or for finally making a, uh, a challenge that has some weight and is well-defined in terms of what exactly the judges are looking for, in particular, a card that would fit well into Boomer. Uh, that has been sorely lacking from the last three mission, uh, last three make it so attempts. So thank you. That makes me a lot happier. Uh, templates are well defined, which they've always been for this entire program. Uh, the judges will be rating your missions on how likely they are to make an impact in the play environment. Okay, so got to consider block. Got to consider all the formats, specifically block and OTF. Though I think are, you know, probably good enough. In addition, we will be looking for elegance of implementation, respect of precedence, creativity, and understanding of the state of the game. So, 
the same boilerplate for the last three. Hopefully this community will use the challenges discussion thread to let you know what they're looking for to, but be aware, but beware it's impossible to please everyone. Very good. Yeah, indeed it is impossible to please everyone with um, side rant, with all the crazy judging that's been going on in the last three, uh, especially from the... Uh, um, having, having the audience judge is always going to produce a weird number. Um, and with uh, so few judges, the average uh, score, or I guess the total score that players are getting is very varied, uh, very varied. Uh, I don't know how else to really say it. If there was more judges, this tournament, this uh, contest would have been more fair. Rant over. All right, so what I like to do with each of these is to try to come up with a card, with, come up with an entry while I drive home. I'm waiting for my car to warm up right now. It is very cold. I'm in the Midwest, and it is freezing. Uh, but I'm not out east where people are getting plummeted, so, uh, you know, I'm lucky in that regard. So anyway, um, let's get going here. <clears throat> so, two lines of text. Sounds easy enough, right? Well, okay, here's my first bit of advice before I go on and design a card. 30-point missions are lame to the point of being pointless, and the game, unless they have some amazing game text to go with them that would persuade you to use them, such as, uh, was it Vega 2 or wherever the casino planet is where we got the Casino Royale stuff? That made sense. Let's make a 30-point... You know, I have this vague feeling that it might not be a 30-point mission. It might be worth more, which is going to really make me sound dumb. But I'm pretty sure that... Armis's planet is a 30-point mission. And that, that one, not only is it, you know, you get the Armis stuff, but there is no attribute requirement for that mission to solve it either. But you can't see it in Outpost there. That's fine. So, you know, uh, is it 30 points for Mind to Lithium in the Mirror Quadrant? I think, I think they're all 30-point missions, if I, if, I can't re if I recall correctly, but they all give you a little something. Like, uh, and Sherman's Planet, right? Uh, that, too, is a 30-point mission, but you concede the time location there and get your free plays going. So, uh, I'm, I'm all in favor of 30-point missions as long as you sweeten the deal. You gotta give me, like, you can play some cards here or you can download Blah here, which gives you Blah or something. You know, I would be stoked, absolutely stoked, if someone made a 30-point mission in this format and one of the lines of game text was, may download the art of diplomacy. Holy crap. I mean, that's, that, I don't know if that's like an obvious move, but you look, you know, go look at art of diplomacy. There's a maquis icon on it, for God's sake. So, I, I can just see it right now. In fact, that's the card I would go design. And, uh, you know, I'd make some stupid requirements, like two anthro or, like, no, put diplomacy on there, right? You know, um, like treachery, dip, honor, something like that. You know, um, come up with some skills. Look, look through the maquis. Go look at them. See what skills they have. Make sure that the maquis on their own, as they are today, can go solve that mission. 
because that's the only way the judges really have to know right now. None of them have seen Boomer, at least I imagine not. Maybe some of them have. And then go and make sure that the card you choose that you create has skills on it like that. I wouldn't worry about attributes. Um, in fact, I'd forego attributes on such a mission like that. And, uh, yeah, put a Federation icon on it, right? Uh, or not. No. No, maybe not. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter much whether you put a Federation icon on it or not, or whatever icon you put on it. Don't put non-aligned on it, and maybe don't put Federation on it. But um, maybe say any away team with Maquis can attempt this mission. You know, that's kind of thematic, right? You know, it goes with the theme. And I think most players would be like, okay, cool, it's Maquis. We know this is a Maquis mission. Find some story point, like... Uh, uh, instigate bioweapon ruse or something, you know, biogenic, you know, the biogenic weapon, you know, it's, I'm just pulling a story element right out of my ass right now. And then uh, make it 30 points and make it the art of diplomacy, right? Because, I don't know, Eddington, you know, you could argue that Eddington had to be diplomatic because he was being a jerkwad, or I don't know. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so, you know, you can play with those elements and try to come up with something that's intuitive something that players would want to play with, you know, sweeten the pot. Give us something. Give us a little something, not something too broken. You know, the Art of Diplomacy is a good card, right, but it's not broken, and people like to play with it because they can download a hand weapon. So why not make it a diplomacy requirement and maybe, say, plus a hand weapon? I don't know. There are missions that do require hand weapons, but for 30 points, then all of a sudden you're like, a hand weapon? Well, you're getting it, though, for free. So, you know, maybe, I don't know. So it'd be kind of cool to have, like, the Art of Diplomacy mission, you know, that sort of thing. So, okay, maybe you're like, well, that's gimmicky, Corbin. I don't want to go that route. Let's do something a little bit more straightforward. Fine. Make it a 35-point mission, because then no one's going to argue about it being 40 points and stealable and oh, my God. And if you, oh, we'll talk about 40-point missions, right? Um, these are just general guidelines that I think are bare minimum requirements to make a 30, 35, and 40-point mission uh, worthwhile making. The safe route here is to make a 35-point mission with a couple of, of icons on it that are thematic towards uh, an interesting story point. Again, this is a kind of a story challenge, so all of you guys are really good at story. So go find your favorite Maquis episode of Deep Space Nine, or even a Voyager, maybe. Maybe you want to throw in, like, uh, the first episode, you know, go track down Maquis. I mean, I, I, that might be a card already. But, like, go hunt down Maquis. You know, don't make it too complicated. You gotta keep it easy. Keep it really simple. Okay, so put a couple of icons on it. Make it 35 points. Follow the guidelines to the letter, as, as Charlie has them pointed out. Put, put an, attribute, uh, an attribute cost on there. Put some skills on there that Maquis are good at if you're, you want Maquis to attempt it. Don't get too fancy, though. I mean, I, since Maquis is really the main focus of Boomer... Make it Maquis-based, you know, put Maquis, make a Maquis mission. Uh, I think that's your safest bet here. And maybe consider that the Delta Quadrant Maquis can work there, maybe not. Maybe you just want to consider Alpha Quadrant Maquis. And then, I, I mean, I don't know, I really don't, I have no, like, view into Boomer, I don't know what's going on there. But consider, consider that this is for Boomer, and that, you know, so what if you you get the winning card? Don't worry about that. You you want to win the challenge, obviously. Um, you know, 
don't don't let what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't let the prize freak you out though. Don't be like, oh, finally I'm I'm gonna have my my moment of fame. I'm gonna get my card published, and this is gonna be great. You know, there's no guarantee your card's gonna make it past playtesting. So don't don't get your hopes up about that. Just say you know keep your keep your eyes on the long game here. What you really are doing make it so for, and that is to become an assistant designer, uh, just like me. So. Okay, so your 35-point mission, I think we've got that covered. Uh, and then we'll talk about, you know, space versus planet, or if you... Excuse me. If you want to do space planet. Hint, you don't want to make space planet. <laughs> it's too complicated. And then we'll talk about span, because span is the... Like, span is probably the most underrated aspect of a mission that you can't... That, that players don't latch onto too well, but uh, it, hint, lower span, better for a competitive deck, even when you have to compromise in the skills and uh, other aspects, because other hint, people are gonna, you're, you're gonna have the skills in your deck. You're gonna, you're, you'll find a way to make the skills fit in the deck. So, okay, so 40 point mission. If you're going, if you're bold and you wanna do that, make sure there is more than one uh, affiliation icon on there so that you can protect it with HQ defensive measures. Yeah, it is vital uh, because if you don't do that, building a 40-point mission, it's stealable. Why would you make a card like that? I don't want that card. So, again, unless you're going to sweeten the pot like we did. So, in TNG, right, in the set The Next Generation, we had the 40-point mission read Ancient Burial Site, right? But it let you see your, your play engine there, and then it was like a race, between you and your opponent who might have also seated it there. And whoever got their guys out first, you then had the opportunity to go solve the mission, but then you had to consider that maybe your opponent, you know, you're going to leave the mission open for your opponent. So it's kind of a race, and it's kind of fun. It's okay. Kind of interesting. Uh, but it wouldn't have mattered anyway, right? Because it's a 40... You both would have seated the mission, so it wouldn't matter. So, so it's kind of dumb. You know, forget all that. Uh, I would have made it... a. 30-point mission and followed the decipher precedent that I uh, just alluded to with, like, 10 cards. 30-point cards that gave you a little something extra. So, in the CC era, apparently it's cool to make 40-point missions that give you a little something. But, I don't think it's that cool. I think we should follow decipher's lead here. 35-point missions are really the book of things. But anyway, you want to make a 40-point mission. Alright. So, it's going to be stealable. Alrighty. So HQ defensive measures, you gotta you gotta consider that, and then maybe make the span low, higher to compensate for the higher amount of points, because I alluded to earlier, span is really important. Maquis are probably gonna have very tiny ships. They'll probably be flying around in the same region, right? All you're probably gonna make your Badlands region card or your demilitarized zone region card. And maybe stuff's going to happen where they, the small tiny ships they have, which they don't have many of, if any, what, the Liberty, right? You've got the Liberty, and I, I was at range of seven. I have no clue what its range is. Look at that, consider it. You're probably not going to be pushing higher than four on these span. If you go higher than four, it's going to be weird and awkward, and a Maquis player is not going to like it. You want to keep it around three, and if you're pushing it, two. Three is the sweet spot, but two is where you're being a little aggressive and you're saying that this card, maybe 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 you want to make like a 25 point card but you put a span of 2 or maybe 1 on it. 
Now that's bold. That's that's bold and interesting to me. Is it the right move? Probably not. Um, but you, if you're going 40-point mission, maybe bump up the span to four. Then you're saying, if you want this, you're not going to be traveling much. When you get your guys here, they're going to face dilemmas. And if you want to go home, you're going you're gonna to need another ship or you're going to have to come back later and that sort of thing. So, And then, of course, make the appropriate skills. We talked about that already. Uh, and, and I wouldn't go, you know, I'm not... Um, so, yeah, so that that's a general you know, advice for making a 30, 35, and 40-point mission. You're going to do something else, man, you're bold. <laughs> and you got to knock it out of the park. You make a 15-point mission, you know, it's got to be Samaritan Snare, or it's got to be uh, something like the Cure Torellian Plague, right? Or, no, Torellian Plague Ship, that's a two-week card that was backwards compatible. It got converted. Uh... Yeah, Samaritan Snare, right? Force your Federation to attempt. You know, that's pretty cool, but it's a 15-point mission, but you're going to force your opponent to attempt it, maybe. And that's kind of cool, right? You know, and then you can set up some janky combos. That's just a cool card, but it's there's, there's a little bit of jank going on there. So, yeah. Uh, and if you're going higher than 40, 45 or 50, you know, well, good luck to you. Uh you know, that's, that's the sort of territory where you start to expect a planet space and you start to go, you know... You, um, I, I'm starting to think about, like, wormhole, you know, um, wormhole negotiation. And 45 points for those skills is screaming, steal me, steal me, steal me. And it makes sense now, right? But back in the day, maybe that was harder to pull off. And, yeah, of course your opponent could try to solve it, but... Uh, we, we don't generally in the OTF era see anyone trying to seed dilemmas under their own mission to prevent mission stealing. And so the reason people play with stealable missions is probably the jank, not the jank, the, the fun stuff that you can do with that card or they can protect it with HQ defensive measures because it's that good. So just be careful making 45 or 50 point cards just because they might be stolen, and players are going to immediately call you out on it. They are definitely going to be like, okay, I don't know about this card. Going to want to hit the sweet spot and maybe sweeten the pot a little bit with the 30-point missions. So planet space, right? I hate those missions. Uh, I always have to go look up in the glossary every time uh, my opponent plays one because i got to make sure that they're playing the dilemmas under it right. I, I personally don't remember, you know, do the dual ones go to space or planet? Or are they both affected? Do I choose? Do you choose? I don't remember that stuff. It's it's super complicated. And so, you know, frankly, I, I wish we could, like, not necessarily rat all of them, but I don't know. Just not play with them, like, as a community. Like, go, oh, we, we don't need those cards anymore. They're just, they're just dumb. So, <clears throat> and uh, so, in general, I would say don't do that make a planet or a space and don't 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 get cute and make like a new universal space or a new nebula don't don't do that uh maybe you want to maybe you want to make it the next pnz maybe uh, pnz has always been controversial but it was a huge popular deck archetype for a long time so maybe something like that might be interesting uh so yeah if you want to get attention here I would say look at Maquis cards that exist today and see if you can play off them a little bit. 
And I would avoid asymmetrical, but maybe you can have some fun with this, some asymmetry here. You know, like, your opponent's ships here are weapons plus two. And then your text could say, your ships here avoid attack restrictions or don't have attack restrictions. So that'd be kind of cool, right? You know, um, or maybe you want to, you know, lure your opponent over there in some way. Say, <clears throat> opponent scores five points while sitting here. But then you get some huge payoff where, like, if your opponent's ship here when you solve the mission, then, <clears throat> I don't know, you get, like, 15 extra points or you get to draw a bunch of cards or your opponent's ship is damaged or something. Something like that. You know, the, the asymmetric missions that have come out so far uh, were, were not that interesting and were very play-specific. So, and I, I tend to avoid wanting to make cards that are really specific to very specific situations. I don't find that fun at all. I like cards that are a little bit more general purpose. But not everyone's the same way, right? I mean, you could, if you're trying to respect the story, you know, and when I make a mission, I don't want to be making top-down missions. Uh, I want to make a mission that is bottom-up, that the game needs right now. And find a story to fit it later. It's... It, it's easy to find a story to fit a card later. So, like that point, you know, my, well, my opponent says here, he makes five points a turn or something. Uh, there's got to be some DS9 episode where that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, maybe the Starship Down, right? Where the fucking... Sorry. Uh, where the Dominion are like, give us back our ship or we're going to be pissed at you. I don't know. You could do something like that. And, you know... Again, if, if you're worried about the Maquis thing, uh, there's got to be... I think they've mentioned other affiliations are going to be prevalent in that block. Or there's already affiliations that came out in Emissary, and you can have fun with those. So, don't get too cocky and creative with this set, though. I mean, you can be, right? You can be cool about this. But at the end of the day, make sure... I think probably the most important thing you can do with your card this has come up multiple times in this make it so challenge make sure your card makes sense to just like joe schmo 2e player who's never played 1e in his life because they're going to vote two and you're going to get voted down if it's completely unintuitive and the the one card that does come to mind right now is odo's bucket i'm sorry um to mike but, yeah, what you, uh, what I think you were intending to do got completely missed by 90% of the people looking at it, including myself. So, and, and that's just one example. There are other worse examples of this throughout the set and throughout these cards. So, just make sure it makes sense. Make it intuitive. Make it uh, just easy and fun. But... I'd say, I, th I think if you follow the rules that are laid out here, you're going to place in the top three at least. So, you know, I'm eager to see the entries that come out, though. And, uh, you know, in general, Make It So has been quite a challenge for me to kind of sit through, and I'm kind of the armchair, what do they say, armchair critic throughout this. I'm going, oh, my God, they did what, and this challenge is what, and why aren't we doing this? And, you know, it'll be interesting to see once the individual heats are over. Uh, I, think, I think Make It So is going to be leaving, unfortunately, I think Make It So in general is going to be leaving a bad taste in some of the players' mouths. 
some of the contestants' mouths, and it's leaving a bad taste in my mouth. I think others are kind of enjoying this to some degree, and, you know, kudos to that. I, you know, good luck to everyone, though. I hope that this set kind of redeems the last three sets, the last three challenges, because they have been kind of painful. All right. Questions, comments, or concerns, give me a call at 267-CALL-CPJ. And until next time, this is Corbin Johnson signing off, saying so long and thanks for all the trek.